Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. The plot hey, is what's up, everybody? This is the Nino podcast. Like I'm Eladio Nino, and this is Real Everyday People. I, I, I want to start off by saying Happy Memorial Day to everyone. You know, if you've lost someone due to COVID or, you know, throughout the past year for any unfortunate situation, you know, my heart goes out to your loved ones salute, as salute. we remember them. Um, also to our veterans, you know, those who are, are serving for us, for our country and, you know, ha- are not able to be home. You know, we salute you. We, we send our love. Um, you know, shout out to the Newstead family. You know, Jason Newstead, I know you out there, um, you know, hold, holding it down for us, man. Um, and also, you know, for the brothers that are locked down in a joint, you know what I'm saying, paying their dues to society and, you know, who are missing their meals with their family. You know, um, you know, my prayers go out to you and your families as well. Um, it's 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 been a great, you know, blessed weekend. Um, life is good. I want to thank everybody for all your all your all your love, all your support, for sharing, for subscribing. Like, I, like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, I, we got an awesome brother here with a great story that he's gonna tell. He's got a performance coming up, and um, man, this is just an awesome brother. And this is just one of the brothers that I befri- befriended, and 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 it's like we've known each other forever, man. Oh, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Thanks and, for having me, you know. Hey, Thanks no doubt me, about it. This is my brother Aztec Nando, man. Happy to be here, man. Happy to be here, man. Let's chop it up. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, so him and I, we were building the other day, and uh, and I said, you know what, bro? Like, like I definitely want to get you on here. I need you to share your story. You know, bro, it's, it's everybody that needs to hear this story, and um, and I want you to, you know, let them know who you are, where you from, bro. Man, I go by the name of Estegnando. You know, I grew up in Southwest Detroit my whole life. Uh, came from Mexico, Mexico City. My parents brought me when I was real young. You know, they crossed the border. I was lucky enough to just get by quick. Yeah. Where did they migrate to? What city did uh, they We come? went to Cali. My dad had a uh, uncle down there. Okay. And he helped us out, get on our feet. And, uh, you know, stay there for a little bit till we got a ride to over here in Michigan. Okay. That's where we had family down here. We had my aunt and everybody. So we started building slowly down here. Okay. And and it's 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 just for me it's like to see so many families that migrated to, to like Detroit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like to Michigan for work. Like there was great opportunity down here. Yeah, like yeah. this was like one of the places to be. And this is far and out of reach coming from, <laughs> from down south. you know, yeah, yeah, from down south. You know, yeah. I mean there's so many other places people could have gone, Vegas, Colorado, Texas, Texas. you know, all them states and, and they came here to Michigan, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and uh you know for me, you know, I, I you know this is home for us, bro. Yeah, it is. So, you know, it just, it's nice. It's nice to know the history of our people that have migrated here, settled and have built a life here, you know, because our families are contributors, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, to these communities. Yeah. Yeah, man, we we just came here to have a better life, just like everybody else. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your mother and father. Well, my parents, you know, growing up, it was just me and my brother. They were always working, so we would barely see them. So we just, basically me and him, just growing up. Learning on our own, you know, dad was working late nights, mom was working afternoons, so I didn't really see her. I went to school, so you don't see her, you know, mm-hmm. they just drop you off at school and that's it. So were you the younger brother or the older the brother? The oldest, I'm the oldest. Okay, you're the oldest, okay. Yeah, so. So mom and dad are working all the time, yeah. and you guys are pretty much what, raising yourselves? Yeah, pretty much, yeah, staying at home, doing whatever 
fuck kids do, you know, yeah. <laughs> without no supervisor. Did you understand at that time, though, like why your parents worked so hard or what they were working so hard just, for? Yeah, just having, you know, we came here to work. That's what they came. That was their mindset. Come that here was to their work. mission. Yeah, that was mission. Have, like I said, better life, better opportunities for us. But, you know, there's always flaws in those. You try to do good. There's a lot of bad building up that they don't see because they're too focused on one thing instead of the other. You know, and I noticed that about society because I heard so many stories while I was in prison. And, um, you know, there were people who come from, you know, wealthy families, um, business owners and, you know, people who came from from well-being. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and they had situations where like both of their parents had working both hard to provide a better life for their kids. But at the same time, they had sacrificed the privilege of, of raising their own kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so now the kids are out seeking guidance from school, else, peers, yeah. family, community, things like that, and then wonder why there's such a big disconnect. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so when I come home and I hear that story, now I'm starting, you know, I, I get to learn to understand the results that happen from, you know, people just being productive. Right, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, I learned the hard way, you know? I had to learn everything the hard way. Oh. So you were raised with both your parents yeah, I was in, raised with in both. the same household. Yeah. So what did your father do? Uh, he, he's a cement worker to this day. Okay. That's one thing he really showed me was working hard, um, being on your shit, just being a hustler. That's one thing he told me. But he was a heavy drinker, you know. Okay. He would like verbally abuse me and you know tell me these things like I ain't shit or you're worthless. Or he'll tell me things like if I should know him already, you know, instead of teaching me how to do these things. But it was it was the way he was raised, you know. It just brought back from his past that just got stuck and thought that's how he's supposed to be to your children instead of breaking it, breaking that curse. You know. So it becomes like a ge a generational yeah. vicious cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like, like bro, like you know that's that's you know that's rough, bro, to have to grow up with that. Um. You know, having your own parent who's supposed to be the person, you know, nurturing you, guiding you, educating you, you protecting yeah. you, empowering you. And this is the one well, that's the tearing you down, yeah. telling yeah. you, you ain't, you know, you yeah. ain't worth none. You ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, bro, that's 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 a that's a that's a huge problem. And, and when you're told that as a child, bro, you learn to believe that and you follow suit right. with that. And then I would take it out. My little brother, you know, he was the, the one underneath me. And see you know how it was a natural domino yeah. effect. Yeah. You know what I mean? The frustration every time, you know, your your father got mad at you and got on your ass, you got on his yeah, ass. Right. And it was already a domino effect of negativity and, and putting each other down. Like, yeah. bro, like, that's hard. That's that's hard, bro. That's a hard struggle because verbal abuse is very, is very powerful. It's worse than physical abuse, to be honest. It's worse because it's, it's fucking you up mentally, like. That shit's always ingrained. Physical abuse, like that shit will go away. You won't, you won't even remember it was there. Mental is always gonna be up there. You know what I'm saying? It scars you. You know, even as a kid, bro, and that's why we talk about healing so much, bro, and and that's why so much crime and and so much, you know, just misfortune is happening in this, in our communities because all we're doing is passing down baggages of trauma, right. of vicious cycles and poor moral systems and poor belief systems, you know what I'm saying? And they're just passing them on down and 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 it's like somewhere down the line somebody got to break that cycle, yeah. bro, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, 
because um if we keep on passing that down bro then you know for the next hundred years our people are gonna suffer our communities are gonna be stuck bro we're gonna be stuck and we can't evolve because we're stuck in our fucking ways listen bro <laughs> this is the very reason i even started this whole podcast bro because people's stories need to be heard. They need to know whether you can relate to it, whether you've been through it, whether you're just studying, you know, uh, urban life. You know, I don't just keep my guests in a box, but the stories that come from our community, this is documentation of our people, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Our stories, what we've been through. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, And it's important for people to hear this because this is how we develop change. This is how we bring about peace. This is how we bring about understanding. This is how we bring about unity. You know what I'm saying? It gives people confidence to come on and tell their story because people like to keep it inside. They think like nobody cares or they're gonna make you think you're weak because you, you know, you're like, oh, it's just, it's better people get comfortable instead of sorry, tell somebody, you know, don't keep it inside because that shit ain't good for you mentally. Like, Man, listen, bro, I, I just recently started a healing circle. I do it with the youth at work, and I started one for the adults, That's returning dope. citizens, That's guys just getting out the joint. So my first class, like, it was a few brothers that showed up, and but nobody really knew how it was going to go. We're talking about grown men. Grown men ain't accustomed right. to really ha having so fundamental conversations, you know what I'm saying? Like, guys kick it together, and they talk shit, you know, kick it about the bullshit. But now we're having a purposeful, meaningful conversation, and once these brothers got to talking, though, like, like, bro, like it just started opening up doors, emotions, thoughts and memories and things like that, bro. And and like we were just sharing, we were exchanging thoughts, feelings, experiences and all this. And by the end of the by the end of the class, bro, bro, like everybody was glowing, shining like you could feel the relief like, yeah, on them, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Something you got to let it out. Absolutely, it out. bro. Sure. And, and, and stories like yours, like mine and, and so many others who have been here, who are on their way here. They need to be heard, bro. You know what I mean? Because this is where change begins. Hopefully this gives them confidence. Like, you know, talk talk your pain. Let everybody know. Let it out. You'll feel better afterwards. You know, <laughs> it's just, you know, our generation, we were raised to not talk about no, business yeah. at home. Yeah. You don't talk to your teachers. You don't talk to the police. Uh, you know, you know, when adults come around, you go in the next room. You go downstairs. You, you know, you get slapped in the mouth if you talk out of turn or if you ask questions and shit like that. Right. You know, so that's how we were raised. We were raised like that. Mm -hmm. We didn't ask no questions. We didn't. But now people today, you know, they need answers. They need research. They need healing. They need help. You know, and this is the way to do it, bro. For sure. You know, it's the most productive way. I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, the youth are out here killing each other. You know what I'm saying? Like life has no value, bro. You know what I mean? That's a problem that, that only we can correct, dog. Right, you know? Right. Can't no government, can't nobody. We can bring healers, we can bring Jews, we can bring uh priests, we can bring everybody here. You know what I'm saying? But can't nobody change us but us. Nope, yep. We are the power, we are the source. You know what I'm saying? We have to create the change and be the change. Exactly. Yeah. Um so you know, dealing growing up with that, a father that was an alcoholic verbally abusive what kind of relationship you know w w with your with your with your mom and your father because if you say they both working then there has to be a disconnect amongst them yeah, as yeah. well you don't get to see they each other because you're yeah. working they didn't spend time with each other like they're supposed to they were always tired of you know work my mom would just clean cook do everything she had to do um she was a hard worker and she, but she made sure to show us the love you know mm -hmm. she always made sure we were good she always made sure we we're straight and show us how to just be happy like you know be loving but you know how cold this world is <laughs> there's yeah. always a 
Yeah, no doubt about it's it. Always man. the dark side here, but yeah, man. So, uh, so your mother, you know, my when, mom was when, the angel, yeah. Which so she would like comfort you, yeah. she would nurture you, okay. you know, even probably going through her own situation. Right. But she, you know what I'm saying? She would never see it in her face. She would never show you if she was hurt, or sad, or mad. She would never show it. You so, told me one time he threw something at your head. You would say you was watching. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was just playing the game, you know, I guess out of being drunk or something. He just launched that bitch. <laughs> and it was just growing up. I don't, I don't know. It was, it was a hard time. That shit's wild time. as fuck, yeah. though, bro. That shit ain't normal, bro. It made me feel like I wasn't worth it, you know. Then I, I got older. Damn, my nigga. That hurts me, bro. Friends, you know uh, what I'm saying? Some real shit. You know, I'm sorry you had to go through that. You know, I grew up, I didn't grow up with my father. And and uh, and I thought that sucked. And then I had some neighbors who, they had their father, he used to come home and kick their ass every day, yeah. yell at them. They got physical, verbal abuse, every, he that's was drunk. That's, and I said, damn, great. maybe I'm not doing so bad to not that's have a dad. Like, I, I couldn't be, because he had it work. That's how my, my dad had it. You know, his yeah. dad would do that. Come home drunk and just beat him. And so he's, he's traumatized from that. But I forgive him, you know, we all make mistakes. Where's he at now in his life? He's, he's still with my mom. They're living together. They got their own house. They're doing good. Okay. He's, he's a little better, you know. How did that? How did that impact your brother? And how did and and then well, how, I was on. abusing him, you know. So I fucked him up. Man, so it was just like I said, it was a vicious cycle. But and we, how we did like did, did was there ever favoritism between between your father and your and your brother? Yeah, you know they preferred because him. he was the youngest. Or the, as I got older, I started doing worse shit. You know. Okay, so you became the black yeah. sheep <laughs> yeah. too. He yeah. was the good one. Huh? Yeah. Okay. That's how. All right, and um, man, you know I'm I'm sorry, bro, that you had to go through that shit, bro. You know what I mean? Because uh. You know, I can't imagine what that was like, bro, to be, you know, treated like that. I was raised by a single mother, mm -hmm. but my mom gave us so much love that it made up for the love of not having my father there. That's good. That's you good. know? At least you had some for them, form of love. Yeah. Like I said, I had my mom, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Going. Man, women, moms are like <laughs> the best in the world. Happy birthday, mom. It's my mother's 64th birthday. birthday. Linda Ooh. Romero, love you, mom. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Her ass been partying all week. For all week, it's been her birthday every day. I say, God dang, mom. Live it up, live it up. Try to collect money twice on me. <laughs> no, nah, we love you, mom. But, um, like, moms, bro, like, I don't even know how they do it, bro. Like, like they suffer, they struggle, they lose, they sacrifice everything mm -hmm. for the sake of their kids, man. Yeah. You know what I'm Make saying? Sure like, that's the good. love I've always known. Yeah. I'm strong. Working every day and make, make sure the house is clean and we got food cooked. And she still worked like never every day. She never missed a day. Okay. So where did you grow up at? In uh Southwest over there by uh Livernois in Michigan. Livernois in yeah. Michigan? I was over there. Okay, what up. what schools did you go to? I went to Logan Elementary. Uh the middle school, I forgot the middle uh, Clipper, I think. Clipper, Clipper. And then I went to Western for ninth grade. And okay. then I ended, I finished in Melvindale High School. Oh tenth, yeah? Tenth, yeah, I graduated over there. Yeah, my brother Zoe graduated from uh, Melvin Hill, too. Yeah. Yeah, he was a <laughs> star basketball player over there. My mom tried to get me out of here. Like, she was like, it's, it's bad over here. You what was it like? Go. What was that transition like? It was different, you know? Different. Because, you know, back in the day, it was more gangs. Like, you know, the kids doing the gang shit. In Western? Yeah. Or, yeah Western. Okay. And Melvindale, you know, it's more preppy. Like, yeah. It wasn't like that. So, so it was a different environment, for sure. Like at that time, like how did you feel? Did you feel like 
like an outcast or did you feel like you could relate? Like, how were you? Were, were, how well, was your social I, I was, skills? I was, I think, uh, I have a, I had a child when I was in the uh, ninth grade. So I was okay, really young. Damn, you was young as hell, dog. So I was like Smack. one of the few that had a kid. They were like, you was curious to the mood <laughs> that day. Yeah. Ninth grade, shit. But yeah, that, that, that went bad too because, you know, uh, I had problems with my parents because of that too. They wanted me like to abort and my girl did it. My girl at the time didn't. And I didn't know what to do. I was confused. Like, wow. It was bad. Then that, I got real heavy into marijuana because that made me feel better. I start smoking every day, start not caring about a lot of things. I was going down the rap, uh, bad path when I was in high school. So when you, so you're in ninth grade, you about to be a dad and, um, and your and, parents, and I'm lost. Like, I don't know what to do, but you know, you turn to your parents for support and they like, my, well, it was mostly my dad, but my mom, you know, she tried like, right, we'll get through this. We will figure out a way, but it was tough. Cause my dad wasn't like supporting me. He was like, he like hated me because of that. Like, like yeah. I failed him or something. So it was it was tough. It was tough. Man. But you ended up having the baby, right? Yeah, she and we ended okay. up having them. Her, All right. My daughter. Uh she's twelve now. Twelve years old? <laughs> yeah, twelve. Okay. So at that age having a baby, like what was that like, bro? You know, like you don't have the support from your parents. Like, you know, where you at with it, bro? Like what's well, life I was, like for you? I wasn't there for her. Like I should have been, you know. I was always like I said, getting high. I was running away from my problems instead of facing them like I was supposed to. Um, just, just try to forget about things and relationship where her and her mom went downhill. Relationship with my parents went downhill. So it was basically I was I was ending up alone. Everybody, even my friends, started you know abandoning me because of the the way I was going. Like all oh, this motherfucker doing all the, the wrong shit. I don't want to be around him, you know. So Damn, it got to, yeah, it got to the point where I was like by myself. Then I got locked up, which was the best thing that could happen to me because it made me clear my head. How would would you get locked up for? And how so, long you locked... I, I like I said, I was smoking a lot, so I kept drive around with marijuana. You know, it was legal back then. <laughs> so every time you got caught, your ass going in the jail. Man, I know all about it, dog. I've been. So in jail I was in and out of jail. I was in and out. Baby mama bailed me out. My mom bailed me out. It just got to the point where like, all right, you know, you're not learning your lesson stay your ass there so I, but i decided to stay there because my bill was like 350 at the time mm-hmm. like let me just stay here you know, take the car out forget about me i'll do my time it was what six months it wasn't really shit. um then i got in the kitchen so they cut it in half oh you so they three in the kitchen, yeah. got you a little job yeah. cut you a little time they off cut my time you picked up quick didn't mm-hmm. you yeah okay so um <laughs> So now, uh, what, what, like, you're in there, you know, uh, like, that's not easy, bro, to, to go away, especially, you know, um, you, when you got a family, you got yeah. a kid, you got a, a lady. Well, like I said, I wasn't really there for them. I was, you know, I was in a bad, bad road. Um, okay. So I got to the point where my baby mama hated me. She's like, you know, you ain't shit. She wrote to me while I was there. Nobody wrote to me for, like, a few months. I wrote to her, but she never responded. And it was, like, two months later. She wrote back. She's like, you know, I moved on. Don't even come see your daughter. But I, I understood because of what I did, you know, to them. Like I wasn't there for them. Like so, of course she's gonna feel that way. So it was tough. It, it broke my heart. I'm like, damn, you know, I failed my daughter. I failed her. My, I failed my parents. You know. But what, while I was in there, uh, I started picking up the Bible. I met some dope ass people. Started going to their Sunday services. 
I'm not really big religious. I was raised a Catholic, but okay. you know, once I got my understanding to things, you know, religion didn't really make sense. Yeah. But I believe in a higher power. You yeah. know, I believe there's something there. Ain't no doubt but about it. Not just like you know, religion. Just love everybody, cause people be in religion and they hate people. Like it don't make sense. Yeah, it's a conflict of interest, yeah, bro, so, for sure. And uh, yeah. you know that was I, I I came about the same way, yeah. enlightenment through darkness, bro. You know what I mean? Studying, reading, doing uh, soul searching, research. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying on 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 myself. You know, and it was like I discovered a whole new world, bro. Just opened up my mind to so many different perspectives <laughs> on things, on life. And uh, when you're in a situation like that, bro uh you know you have to look at 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 childhood because that's where everything started your whole belief system started as a child for the first time you witnessed violence sex through movies music drugs alcohol like you know like i grew up around all that shit, bro you know what i mean and people don't realize how much information kids you know soak up you know what i'm saying right, right. visuals of guns and drugs and all this type of shit. you grow up thinking this shit is normal you know what i'm saying this is normal in your community in your household you know what i mean the right. bullshit that we're taught about machismo and how you know you were seeing domestic violence in the family alcoholism drug abuse right, gang yeah. you know gang violence you know what i'm saying sexual abuse all that shit. You know, kids getting molested by family members yeah, and, you know, that shit happens. It really <laughs> happens. Even though nobody's ain't talking about right. it, this shit really happens. You know, I, shit, I experienced sex abuse when I was a kid. You know what I mean? And when I went to prison, I took that with me, bro. And I victimized and victimized out years upon years, you know what I'm saying, to anybody who had a, had a uh, pedophile case. You know what I mean? And then when I started going through my transition to change... I started realizing that I was going to have to correct all my errors, bro, and break down all the barriers that were within, within me. I had to get rid of all the discrimination that was inside of me, my biasness, my stereotype, everything that I believed. That was the only way I was going to be able to heal and help other people heal. You know what I'm saying? So I started having conversations with with pedophiles instead of victimizing them. I said, you know, let me talk to them. Let me see. Them. You know what I mean? And you know what came out? A lot of them were victims themselves and i said damn this is a cycle of victims becoming victimizers you know what i mean and i said somewhere we got to stop that cycle and it starts with healing Mm -hmm. it starts with confronting the ugly shit. you know what i mean being honest about the ugly shit, and then making that change to do better than that and not be defined by the bullshit that we were raised with you know what i mean yeah it's tough man it's tough but yeah it becomes generational trauma, dog. We don't need that shit, bro. We bigger, we, we stronger, and we gonna bounce back from all that shit as a community, as a whole, bro. We ain't we got time forward. to be beefing and tr- killing each other and stepping on each other beefing for what? Yeah, for ain't nobody getting nowhere. It's all ego and pride bullshit. Let's show some positivity. Let's show some love. Let's show some support, man. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Let's share. Let's exchange knowledge, conversation power let's build each other up man mm-hmm. all about that unity we grow faster together for sure break them cycles of perversion and violence and all that shit, bro it starts with us it starts with these conversations mm-hmm. you know what i mean definitely, definitely so what happened while you were in there bro you you looking at the bible you soul searching yeah, what do you yeah. find bro like i tell people look in the mirror tell me what you see 
No, what did you see? I saw myself, my true self, you know, sobered up because I was, I was, uh, I was blind by the drugs, you know, blind by just getting high, feeling good, like I said, running away from my problems and being locked up made me realize like, dang, all this shit I did was bad, like wrong. I got to fix it because it's, it's in my conscience, you know, if you don't fix shit, that shit's going to stick there. If you don't at least try it, at least try, you know, some mm-hmm. people don't even try it out because they think they can't fix it. But if you try, at least, you know, you try it. I'm saying so I try to fix everything. Um, I got out before my daughter's birthday. And you got the letter telling you when yeah, you come home, don't, don't come even try. Yeah, don't so, even try. So I got out like two or three weeks before her birthday. So I'm like, I stayed away, you know, stayed at home, recovered, tried to find a job, you know, get back on my feet. Luckily, I got back in touch with my family, you know, my mom and dad. They, they brought me back in, so I was able to stay with them. So, uh, they, the day off her birthday, it was a Friday, I went up to her school, hoping to see her, you know, because I wasn't talking to her mom or nothing. I didn't want to be known that I was out. Because they thought I was going to be out later. Instead of sooner, they didn't know I was in the kitchen and all that. So, I got, I went to her school, and I seen her. And I had flowers and a gift for her because it was her oh. birthday. <laughs> oh, man. And they were walking away from the car, and I, and I hurry up, try to rush, and I'm like, Elisa. She stopped, and she looked, and she, she, like, ran to me. She, like, ran to me. She didn't even think about it. She ran. And I just dropped to my knees. I had brand new forces. I didn't even care. It was all muddy. I just dropped to my knees and started tearing up. I'm like, I'm sorry, baby. You know, I'm sorry. I failed you. Like, Bro, that's that best dad in the world. Yeah, I, right never, there, I told bro. her, I was like, I never leave you alone again. I'm sorry. She like, oh, okay, daddy. Bro, that's, powerful, bro. <laughs> that's it. Oh, man. I swear to bro. <laughs> Shit. Like, I, I wasn't real. there for her, and, like, I, I'm not going to fail her again. So now she's staying with me. You know, she's living with me in my my house. So Wow, for real, bro. It's dope. It's dope, man, bro. that's good, man. Congratulations to both of you guys, to all of you guys. You know what it's I mean? It's never too late to, to your change, family. Man. It's never too late. You can always fix things. You know, if you really want to, you know, if you set your mind to it, you can do anything for sure. You know, my whole, you know, my daughter, she was five years old when I went to prison, bro. And so for the next 17 years, you know, you know, our our whole relationship was built through letters, phone calls, visits. Like, you know, if it wasn't for my mother, I wouldn't even know who my kids were because when I went to prison, I got disconnected from both my my kids' mothers. I got my two sons, Victor and Emilio, with their mom, and then my daughter uh, with her mom. And I had no contact. I had lost, you know, I got disconnected when I went to prison, bro. You know, and, um, you know, if it wasn't for my mother, I wouldn't even know them, you know. But there's so much that I regret, you know what I'm saying, about, about, you know, just... um, abandoning my kids you know living the lifestyle that i did i didn't get to raise them bro i i forfeited that privilege by living a selfish lifestyle you know i was just i was a i was a product of my environment did bro. you get the same girl you know that's but i up. i raised them in a in a visiting room though yeah. and through letters and you know but i used to see commercials around father's day and and uh you know things on tv and i used to be like damn i i wish i could be that kind of dad I wish I could be that kind of father. You know what I mean? Yeah, please. And uh, that hurts, man. That shit hurts. You know, absolutely, bro. But you know, and that shit that we gotta heal from too, bro. Because that's another big problem in in our communities is, you know, 
the father's going to prison. Shit, they locking up moms too. You know what I mean? And that's a problem, bro. The kids need us for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, man. It just starts with prioritizing, bro. Mm -hmm. Prioritizing your Changing life. Changing your ways. Changing them bad ways. It ain't worth <laughs> it, man. I'm telling you. You know, because I, I, I just, uh, you know, it ain't always easy, bro, trying to bring all the pieces back together. Right, right. You know what Once I mean? Once you broke them, you're so... <laughs> no doubt about it. it. No, so we, we got Aztec Nando here just did his thing. You know what I'm saying? Check him out. He got some good music. Everything's from the heart. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and we got his people here. With, we got his squad, man. Uh, good brothers, man. I swear I'm saluting these brothers every day. I respect them. I'm inspired by them. These boys got me motivated. I'm looking forward to working with these brothers and and, and putting things in motion. I said, shit, this is a million dollar uh, uh, crew right here. Everybody here worth a quarter million at least. So somebody got the Cut the check, man. Come with it. You know, we're ready for it. We're ready for it. <laughs> That's for sure. Checks in the mail. Introduce yourself real quick, man. Let them know who you are and where they can find you at. Uh, what up, everybody? My name's uh, Victorino. Uh, you can find me. I, I make music. Um, I also do photography on the side, but mostly music. And you can find me at uh, Victocito on Instagram, Snapchat, SoundCloud, whatever, Twitter. And yeah, check them out, man. <laughs> my boy, you got that rock. You yeah, got that different yeah. stuff. These boys multitasking over yeah, here too. They do it, photography, we videography. Do we do it all. They doing dancing. They doing singing. All kinds of yeah, shit. Yeah, boy dancing over here, man. We do it all. Introduce yourself. Introduce and let them know who you Hello, are. Everybody, thank you for the opportunity. My you man, know, no doubt about it. You guys appreciate what you guys are doing. You guys are doing a hell of a fucking job. Uh, by the way, my name is Gregorio. I go by Goyo. You can find me on uh, Instagram as uh, young underscore Goyo. I got a couple songs out with my brother right here. I got one right here. And we got another one coming uh, pretty soon. Hopefully, what is that? Dropping tomorrow? Tomorrow at midnight. Tomorrow midnight. Woo! Dropping Hey, shout out Mavo. Shout out Mavo. Shout out Mavo, man. They're trying to outdo me, but you know they can't. We'll let you guys decide. We let you guys yeah, decide. Right, 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 leave it in the comment below. See who you're going for. You know, they got five people you can choose from, man. Uh, yeah, I got a couple songs out. I got more work coming in the way. Got my cameraman right here. There's one. I, that's uh, all we need. That's my Hit him up in the videos, man. You want that 4K? You guys got a dream team right here. We ready. You guys cover all angles over here. We're ready for everything, man. Everything. I've been trying to. What's up, bro? Let them know who you are and where you from, what you do, what you worth. Who you <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, Domingo Cortez. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Domingo Cortez. I also make music. I go by Domingo Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sunday. for sure. That's a legend. Tell them again, Domingo Cortez. Domingo. The golden the ticket. Remember the name. The old man. And uh, everybody know I'm Eladio Nino, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so 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 at the end you were talking about uh you know where you was at in your life at that point you know what i'm saying how you came out and was transitioning you know and getting yourself together um so so what happens bro once you get yourself together you know what i mean you were talking about how you went and seen your daughter yeah. you know and did the you know did a wonderful thing for her and uh and and your relationship you're bond with her now she lives with you yeah, so that's a blessing yeah. you know everything happens in due time that's why god always talk about patience you know yeah, what i mean because exactly. everything happened at the right reasons you know yeah. uh at the right time for the right reasons you know and sometimes i feel like me not raising my kids was also a blessing because had 
I would have raised them then. I'd have raised them according to who I was right, right. back then. You, you know what that. I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I would have just continued that that you know that vicious cycle. And I came home a better man, and I'm able to to instill better values, you know, in my daughter, and and you know, hopefully, you know, one day soon with both my sons as well. Oh yeah, for sure. You know. Nope. But uh, so what you got? Like where we at now, bro? You got yourself together? Yeah, I got you... my own house, man. Just had a newborn. He's three months now, little boy. What's his name? His name is Benito Reyes. Lugo. Benito Reyes, welcome, little warrior. He's a, he's a wonderful, just ball of happiness, bro. He, <laughs> every time you see him, he's just smiling or laughing. Like it's the best thing ever happened. Um, yeah, but doing real good with the music. You know, we're two years in. Seriously, um, we got a bunch of videos out. We got more on the way. Just dropped the Detroit Raised Mexican. You know, 10 songs is a hit. Everybody loves it. Every song is fire. Oh, that's the album? Yeah, that's the oh, whole, the that's Detroit Raised. You got 10 songs on 10 there. 10 songs on it. It's everywhere. Just go check it out, man. It's a song for everybody. You know, um, we working. We got more on the way. We got more videos, more music. Who inspired you in the music? Like, how'd you get into it? And, like, who inspired you? Like, who did you look uh, up to? The one that got me hooked into hip-hop was Young Jeezy. You know, I heard, and then what? And then I'm and then what? Yeah, I, once yeah. I heard that, I'm like, whoa, what is this? Mm -hmm. this shit though. So ever since then, I, <laughs> then I started going towards more underground stuff, like down south. I like uh, Texas rap a lot. K Reno, Zero, you know, they... They helped me. What about UGK? You ever listen to UGK? Yeah, UGK that was Pimp my dog. Bumby. Pimp C, bitch. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, that was my Pimp shit. Pimp C was the man, yeah. Um, yeah, Tupac, Biggie, all my influences, Eminem. You were talking about how you like that whole chopped and screwed yeah, chopped uh, Texas screwed. vibe. <laughs> well, I used to be a big piehead, you know, every time I was high or something. <laughs> That's the body. That, that shit sounds awesome. Half baked, you. That's yeah. oh, awesome. Slow down and sounded dope. You know, all, that was back in the day. It all made sense yeah, then, yeah. huh? I, man, I tried to listen to the shit, man. I could not get jiggy everybody. with it, it bro. I, I tried, bro. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, you knew. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> it's real everyday people, y'all. Oh. Ain't nothing scripted. Nice. We here live. Yep. We kicking it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, like, so if 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 you could work with any artist. What artist would you work uh, with? Zero for sure. That's like my zero all time favorite rapper. Okay, that's, that's dope. The man, that's the man right there. Zero, where you at, man? You know what I'm saying? We out here in South I got to Detroit, man. Get with us, man. I got to see him live last year. I went down to Texas. They had a fest down there, and I was able to see him. Oh yeah, that was dope. Even K Reno was there too. So that's... how do you? How do? Uh, how does your daughter feel about your music career and what you do? She supports it. And you 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 you're married, right? You got your I woman. Have a, yeah, I have a woman. Okay, you yeah, got your woman. Okay, and uh, how are they supportive in your career with yeah. music and stuff they like that? They share my stuff. They listen to it. It's on their playlist. You know. They oh, like that's me. dope, bro. <laughs> he even helps the video. Shoots some of the videos. Yeah, my girl shoots the videos too. That's sweet, bro. Damn, yeah. that's that's a that's a dream team right mm -hmm. there, bro. You know, so she supports the business. I met her. I met her through the mingo because you know we were doing a little photo shoot for a, a nail place, and she was there. We were passing out cards and <laughs> that, that's sweet, bro. Yeah, that's and and it's dope because you guys have since you guys have been friends have developed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we helped uh, each other you know, grow a turn lot. friendship into family, um, bonds, you know, like you guys are, are like locked we're, in, yeah. bro. We pushed each other, man. Like I pushed them with the videos, the pictures, he pushed me with the music and we've been growing since. We're still growing, we still learning, we still getting better, like we ain't done yet. <laughs> that's the best cycle that's that's a cycle and, and the thing about it is you guys said that you really taught yourselves because i'm like did y'all go to school for this shit or nah, what like you guys you just took, took talent, <laughs> took the talent the guy 
You got the world in your hands, man. Y'all can't phone. rap YouTube. You got your phone. That's, 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 that's the connection to everything. You got your phone. You, if you're not using your phone properly, you're wasting your time. The knowledge, everything you yeah, need everything is in your hands. See, that's crazy because, you know, I'm not accustomed to that. You know, that was my biggest challenge when I came home. Man, I'm home a week. I texted you. I called you. I said, I don't even know how to answer this, but I don't even know what a text is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about retarded with this shit, bro. Like, I couldn't comprehend nothing. You know what I mean? And, uh... And, and but I got it now though because right, right. I had to work. I'm getting it, but I still don't like exercise and utilize all the all, you know everything that is. Yeah, I don't. I stay safe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just crazy the way the world functions now, yeah. bro. Knowledge is power, man. But it's like everybody, like like my brother-in-law, he put in a whole floor. I'm like, damn, who did this? He's like, I did, man. YouTube just looked it up. I'm like, damn, for real, that's got crazy, free game, man. Free game, yeah. Right I, guys, done change engines and everything. That's how you gotta do that. everything, man. I even like when I, I, me and my daughter were having a conversation. I'm sitting there trying to tell her something. She's like, Dad, I looked on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm the real shit. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, you know, I'm old school, man. You got to think, you know, I come from when we did research, we had to go look up something in a chapter and a word and write down all the definitions. So that's what I'm accustomed to, you know? I feel you. Yeah. Different yeah. times, man. Yeah, no doubt about it, bro. You know, I just, you know, when I came home, bro, I thought like it was going to be like the Jetsons, you know, like <laughs> flying cars, cars and all that shit. Nope. <laughs> but they got like little shit that make you look like you floating yeah. and shit. I'm like, damn, it's so sweet. And then like in the neighborhood, they got the scooters and the bikes. I'm like, yeah. like, who's watching this shit? Like, I just know somebody going to come steal this shit any minute, you know, but... You know, I was learning that times have changed, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that was cool. I was really proud to see, you know, our community evolve, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, because there was once upon a time where you couldn't even walk down the street. I'm talking about they was peeling the, uh, the siding off your house and shit. <laughs> the gutters and shit to go take the shit and get oh, money for it. Yeah, bro. Hubcap, everything. Like, you couldn't have nothing shit nice in the hood because they was coming to get it. You know what oh, I mean? Tired of gone. And now you see all these beautiful homes and, like, they, they, they built fortresses. I was like, damn. It, just having them skill trades, though, that, you know, roofing, concrete, like everything, bro. Yeah. Landscaping. I'm like, damn, like they beautified we the community, bro. Community for sure, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm really uh, grateful for that, bro, because that shows a better side, you know, of who we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when cool. the agenda changes and the priority changes, you know, for us, our people and our families. We get you know group. what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so like, what are you working on right now, man? What's the future looking like for you and music, you know, as a father, all that good stuff, man. Just everyday learning, man. Being a better man than I was yesterday. Continue to do dope music for the people, man. I do, I do this for y'all, you know, a way to relieve my anger. I know people could relate to my music. That's why I do it. So they know that there's better, better days out there. If you, if you just fight through the pain, you just, yeah, and, um, you know, it's been a lot of pain that, you know, people got to fight through, man. But like they say, only the strong survive, bro. 
And, yes. uh, you know, it, it starts with faith, building a relationship, you know, with a higher power. You know, like I said, I'm not religious. I'm very spiritual, but I believe in something that is greater than me. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I'm guided by my spirit, by my intuition. And that's how I live my life. And I'll tell you what, since I learned to live my life like that, I'll tell you what, so far, so good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, when, when we be out there living to feed the flesh, bro, that's when we start, you know, going left when we were supposed to go right, you know, because we starting to do the things that we want instead of doing the things that we supposed right. to do because everybody who is here has a purpose man exactly. and is exactly. on a mission but it's up to you to be able to discover that purpose and and make sure that everything you do is conducive to that to that mission that you want you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying but you know there's a lot of people we got the blind leading the blind you know what oh, i mean so that, that's yeah. why it's important for people like us conscious brothers positive brothers um productive brothers you know what i'm saying to lead the way man and help as many as we can you know what i'm saying show them the right way yeah right way to do things. absolutely bro because i'll tell you what it's never too too late to grow to change to change never, the direction in your life you know what i'm saying if you really want that change you could get you could do it drug addiction is a big problem in our community bro you know what i'm saying and it's affecting everywhere you know it's not just uh uh urban communities anymore that are affected by it it's everywhere suburbs everywhere and you know but it's it's a major issue that that um that we need to be able to have conversations about and 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 um and and try to make a change and make a difference because it's 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 tearing it's taking the lives of good people man good people with purpose but once you become addicted to a drug you become a slave to it and you'll never find your purpose you'll never fulfill your mission you know what i'm saying because you dancing with the devil you know but like I said, man, you know, it's it's the responsibility of a community as a whole, you know what I'm saying, to set new standards, to set goals and, and be able to do everything that that is falls in line with with, uh, you know, us evolving as a community, as a people, you know. And I'm not talking about just Southwest Detroit. I'm talking about across across the board. You know what I mean? You know we we got to do better and um and we are we are we're doing it here we're uniting we're coming together everybody's bringing their skills to the table and we just waiting for y'all to cut the check that's all <laughs> you know what i'm saying but until then you know we're gonna eat keep the working. best way we know how keep for working. sure we're gonna keep cultivating that that them skills that we got whatever it is if we filming if we if we taking pictures if we rapping if we singing if we dancing whatever we doing if we podcasting baby every day i'm doing my best to be my best every single day and these brothers got power they got energy man they make me feel strong being with these brothers you know what i mean i feel like a millionaire being with these brothers you know what i'm saying and that's how you're supposed to feel you know yeah yeah you gotta watch who you who you hang around with man there's a lot of people right there that, that will drain your energy you know what i mean so i do know what you, gotta, you mean you gotta stay conscious and, and, and active who you move with because it's not careful. good for you you should not everybody's good for you yeah. you know i say it all the time that love needs to be renewed and mm -hmm. i'm not talking about just in relationships but in friendships because people grow apart yeah. you know what i'm saying people get in different kind of relationships all of a sudden you know, misunderstanding all of a sudden you know money's on the table yeah. now opportunities on the table now people are changing direction attitude you know what i'm saying you know and that changes the dynamics of things so when you when you have a long-term friendship with people you have to constantly renew the love constantly renew the respect you know what i'm saying and make sure that we always on the same page right. and growing together because people grow apart part yep. you know what i'm saying and 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 sometimes it's for the best you know 
and sometimes it's unfortunate but at the end of the day when you on a mission it's your it's your duty your obligation your responsibility to make sure that you complete that mission because everything that we do in life is is greater than us it's not about just us you know what i'm saying right. for the times that we've suffered it was not for nothing i promise you mm -hmm. you know what i mean it was to share that story it was to share that experience that's how we have knowledge that's how we have understanding you know what i mean and as positive leadership we're supposed to share that you know what i'm saying to help our people grow and evolve you know and heal no doubt no doubt and um you know it's just even even like within your own communities your own circles you know it's just unfortunate because um you know people can be ugly bro <laughs> People can be ugly, and, I, and, and I'm not one to judge nobody because, you know, I used to be ugly too, you know what exactly. I mean? But but I embrace the light, and I've been walking in the light, and it's been working for me, bro. I've been, like, blessed. Like, there's been times where I didn't know what how it was going to happen, when, who, and it just it naturally happened, happened it for happened. me, bro. You know, because like I said, the devil don't take no breaks, you know what I'm saying? He there just, just and he throw it and come at you in every different, in any kind of different ways, you know what I'm saying? But you know you gotta stay steadfast, man, and know that you got a purpose, and uh, and and just and just stick to the script, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what are you working on right now, man? You got any projects or anything? Uh, uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I do have a project actually, but it's it's kind of coming together piece by piece, and I'm just releasing it as it comes. But uh, me and Domingo are shooting a video um, pretty soon about uh, it's pretty much a straight rock song. Uh, that's kind of like my thing, my specialty. I play guitar too. That's dope. So <laughs> that's a different genre. <laughs> that's diversity. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, and I'm surprised people actually like it for those who've man, already heard it. It's, so it's it's. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Energetic. Shit, we gonna get you on this podcast so you tell your story, do your little performance. You know, do what you gotta do. I gonna love that one. All right. So Domingo Cortez, every time I look on YouTube, see a video, I see your name on everything. I'm like, man, this guy stayed busy. Man, put you some know? respect on his name. I, I, I tell you what, man, I I'm, I feel honored and privileged just to, you know, to have met you and and, and uh, seeing all the great work that you do. And, and just for me to see so many brothers being so positive and productive with all these skill trades. You know what I mean? Like back in the days, we was teaching each other how to break into houses and cars and <laughs> stupid ass shit. Dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? But you guys are like, hey, bro let's try this let's do this you know apply that cultivate this you know what i mean like you guys are breaking down all the barriers building all the bridges networking you know what i'm saying and and, and your name you guys are leaving a legacy behind you guys are leaving your stamp you know what i'm saying on music on entertainment you know what i'm saying in the community all that good stuff man and uh you know that's 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 you get a double thumbs up from me bro i love to see you know what my people what my community have evolved into bro. you know what i mean and it got me upset living in that very tell american dream This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.